You're listening to the Plano Pulse, a Plano Chamber podcast keeping you in tune with the heartbeat of the local business community. It's time for the Plano Pulse. We here at the Plano Chamber are working hard on our 2021 events now. We would love to partner with you as a sponsor, buy virtual tables for your employees, and many other ways. We'd love to connect with you and get you more information on how you can partner with us on these great events. Find out more at planochamber.org or contact any Plano Chamber staff. Thank you for joining us for Plano Pulse. I'm Kelly Marcellus, President and CEO of the Plano Chamber. And I'm Emily Zook, 2021 Chair-Elect of the Board of the Plano Chamber. Hi, Emily. Hello there. We're on Zoom still recording, so it's it's weird to say hi and um, only be able to see the little boxes. But <laughs> thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so glad you're here. Our listeners who've been with us for a while know that we typically have our sitting chair of the board, Steve McSwain, that joins me. But today I get the better deal because you're here. Um, and we have just about five months to go until you're the chair. Are you ready? I am very ready. Very excited. All right. Well, I'm equally as thrilled to introduce today's guest. Um, this is a big one. I think our guest may have more social media followers than all of our other guests combined. Um, he has over 10 million TikTok followers. Emily, are you on TikTok? I'm not, but I need to get on there. I, after today, I will join TikTok. <laughs> well, I am, but I, Emily and I have something in common. We both have toddlers, so we don't get to spend as much time doing this fun stuff as we'd like. But um, for those of you that are on TikTok, then I guess you've probably seen him. He is one of the leading orthodontists in the world of braces, Invisalign, treatment, and education. His office, Windcrest Orthodontics, located here in Plano, is one of the only one in the world to provide fully digital 3D printed services that include digital bracket placements and indirect bonding. He is a member of the American Association of Orthodontists. He completed his undergraduate studies at the University of Oklahoma before earning his doctorate from the OU College of Dentistry. I am, of course, talking about Dr. Ben Winters, also known as the Bentus. Dr. Winters, thanks for being here today. Oh, thank you guys so much. It's my pleasure. Dr. Winters, we do have something in common. All I can say is boomer sooner. Uh, <laughs> oh, Yes, yes. So we are so excited to have you join us on Plano Pulse today. We're going to dive more into your social media career later on in the podcast, but let's kick it off by having you give us a quick rundown of your practice and the services that you provide to your patients. Yeah, sure. So I am actually an orthodontist, and for people that don't know this, um, you have to become a dentist first before you become an orthodontist. And so you specialize further. And what I specialized in is basically the moving straightening of teeth and jaw positioning and kind of kids, teens, adults, everybody in between. So basically I straighten your teeth and give you that Hollywood smile. So some of the services that we provide is, you know, Invisalign, braces, um, teeth whitening, but that's pretty much the limit. We do work with people that have jaw issues and jaw surgeries, but we work with an oral surgeon on those cases. So that's pretty much what we do in a nutshell. So we talked a little bit in your intro about Invisalign, and we know that you're an Invisalign platinum provider and Invisalign team doctor. What makes someone a candidate for Invisalign versus traditional braces? Yeah, so Invisalign, uh, it did come around, you know, fairly new, you know, 10, 20 years ago. 
Um, before that, braces was really the only way to straighten teeth. And then they came up with this way to do kind of aligner therapy, which is basically using plastic to move the teeth. So what makes someone a candidate is really anybody who's a candidate for braces can be a candidate for Invisalign. There are certain things that um, a trained orthodontist will look for to steer you in the right direction. But for the most case, 80, 90% of cases, if you need some sort of straightening therapy, you can have it done with Invisalign or braces, either or. It's just really the training on the orthodontist side or the dentist side um, to make sure that they're good enough to use those materials and those, those mechanics to get your teeth into the position that you want them to be. The interesting thing that I probably would talk about is there are these aligner companies out there that sell direct to the consumer um, that do a really good job of kind of muddying the water of exactly what Invisalign is. Um, those kind of, kind of the cheap, send it to your home, you know, you take an impression, you get it done, are not actually Invisalign. They are plastic retainers that kind of move teeth over time, but Invisalign uses a lot of different things um, like rubber bands, IPR, which is polishing between teeth to slenderize them. Um, they use attachments which hook onto the teeth so that the clear retainers can go around them and actually move the teeth just like a bracket and a wire. They use attachments and the plastic. So these kind of cheaper things that you see online are just the plastic, nothing else. They don't take any x-rays or any professional look at your teeth so it can harm you overall. And most of the time, they end up costing you a lot of money and not working at all. Um, just with the mechanics of how your teeth are in those things. You need these attachments, you need rubber bands, you need IPR to really get the end result you're looking for. So they end up coming to me afterwards doing these things and saying like, okay, I want braces now because Invisalign didn't work. And I was like, well, did you get Invisalign or did you just get these things off Instagram? And most of the time they didn't get Invisalign. So I want to just clear it up that if you are getting Invisalign, it is not what you think of when you see all these Instagram ads, Instagram embraces are pretty much interchangeably with uh, the proper training. I'm so fascinated by your use of 3D printing for bracket placements. How long did you say that the technology has been around? Yeah, so that's a very new thing and something really cool. I've always been kind of a techie, nerdy type guy. Um, my dad went to MIT, so I've had computers since they were like, you were typing in codes and stuff to open up programs. And so I've always loved being kind of on the cutting edge of technology and 3D printing for bracket placements in general, um, just to kind of generalize it for the public. Back in the day when you had braces, you had to sit there with your mouth open for two hours and they had to place every bracket individually and then come over and adjust them all individually and then light cure them all individually. Um, and it took, you know, an hour and a half, two hours. And now what we do is we actually 3D scan your mouth, um, no and goopy impressions anymore. It goes to my computer and then I hand place every bracket digitally on your teeth in a 3D space. And um, what that does is it basically gets you into that perfect position. Cause when I'm an orthodontist, I'm a human, you know, when you're looking and trying to put brackets on somebody back in the back of their mouth, it's super dark, it's their tongues in the way, all these things, you can't always get the bracket in the perfect place. And so that increases time and treatment. Um, so now that I can see the whole entire world without that, I can place it perfect right out of the gate. And it's really, really cool technology, but it's only been around for not even six months. Um, and we're one of the first doctors in America to do this type of technology. And so we're kind of pioneering it, but 
Um, everybody else pretty much still does that same archaic way of, hey, have your mouth open, put the bracket on, come over and individually move every single one. Um, and so we just did a full bond this morning before we came on here. Um, the full sitting down, cleaning it, braces put on and the wires, rubber bands out the door in 50 minutes. So 50 minutes versus having your mouth open for two hours is definitely great for the patient and it saves them time and treatment. So yeah, it's awesome. I love it so much. That's so impressive. So Dr. Winters, tell us about how the 3D printing works along with that. Yeah, so exactly. So, you know, we do all it all digitally, but we have to get it into the mouth somehow. Now, back in the day, they came up with this idea of indirect bonding where so instead of directly placing the brackets themselves, you have like a tray to kind of move the brackets over, pop them all in at once. Um, but that took a lot of work. You had to, you know, pour these casts and you super glue and molds and then sandblast them off and cut them. And it took a lot of lab time to do it. And now what we use is 3D printing. So I work with Sprint Ray, and basically we take that digital bracket positioning and we make what's called an indirect bonding tray, which is basically just a small tray. Think of like a thicker Invisalign tray, but with your brackets already pre-placed inside the tray. And so what I do is I send it over to my 3D printer and then we actually 3D print out this really small little tray that just pops onto your mouth. And then we just have to light cure it all in one go. And then we peel it away and you've got your braces. And so instead of those individually placing, we just pop them in, light them all, pull them off, and you got a perfect set of braces in no time. And so that's one way we use a 3D printing. The other way is we actually 3D print out your models, um, which is at the end of treatment, um, we have to make retainers for you. So back in the day, they would take a goopy impression, pour it in plaster, make your retainer. It would break the mold, but you would get your retainer. Now, fast forward, if your dog eats it and you lose it or whatever it is and your teeth shift and you come back and you say, hey, doc, can you fix this for me? Basically, our only option would be there to make your retainer to keep you exactly where your crooked teeth are so they don't get worse or we have to put braces back on you to do that. Now with the 3D scanning and the 3D printing, I give you the 3D molds, which are hard plastic molds of your teeth that don't break when I make your retainer. And as long as you can bring those back to me, I'll make you free retainers for life. And, and they'll be set to the teeth that you had when you got your braces off. So if you have one that's a little crooked or a couple that have moved, it doesn't matter because I still have your original tooth positions. And then that plastic liner I give you is almost like a mini free Invisalign treatment to get you back to straight again. Um, so a lot of really cool benefits with the 3D printing, 3D scanning all together, yeah. Well, that is so interesting. And we're so glad to have you and this technology in Plano. And I, I think I read that you moved here from Arkansas. What part of Arkansas did you come from? Yeah, so we were in Northwest Arkansas. I'm actually an Oklahoma boy, even mm -hmm. though now, but um, a lot of OU people are from Texas, actually, now that I think about it. But we chose Plano. One, I it's so funny. When I was 13, I decided I wanted to be an orthodontist. I know, it's really weird. But um, at that time, for some reason, weirdly, I told my mom that I wanted to be an orthodontist and I wanted to live in the Frisco Plano area. And I think it was because an <laughs> uncle told me that Frisco was the new up and coming spot at the time. This was, you know, 20 years ago. And also we have family in like Flower Mound, really good friends and business partners in Dallas. And so it just made a lot of sense. And so Plano has been, it's just like a perfect epicenter of like what we want to provide. Love the people, love the area. 
And I think that we provide a really good service that fits along with the people here in Plano. So our Plano Chamber staff was at your ribbon cutting a few weeks ago, and they were amazed at how modern and fun your office is. You've really got the latest and greatest of everything orthodontic. So what do you see as your upcoming trends in the, in the industry? Well, definitely just kind of reiterating back. I mean, we are some of the first people to do this digital bonding, 3D printing, and it really is the upcoming trend that's going to, you're going to see happen. Um, also, Invisalign is getting really good. And so it's getting to the point where you can do almost, like I said, every case interchangeably with braces. And so you may even see a switch, you know, to full aligners in 10 years. You may not even ever see braces in the future. Um, that being said, we're, we're seeing kind of a retro comeback these days with all the 90s stuff coming back and it's getting popular. And braces is actually almost like a fashion statement to kids. They love the colors. They love having metal braces on. So I don't know, I don't, braces are probably gonna stick around just because kids just love the way they look and the color changing and everything. Maybe aligners can come up with something fun to mitigate that. But yeah, I think those are definitely the trends you're gonna see, especially in orthodontics. We'll be right back after a short break to keep talking all things social media with our guest, Dr. Winters, also known as The Bentist. Stay tuned for more Plano Pulse. Hi, everyone, and thank you for joining the Plano Folds podcast today. Please be patient with us, and you may hear a few imperfections as we record virtually. We look forward to getting back to recording in person soon. Enjoy. Welcome back, everyone, to Plano Pulse. We're joined today by Dr. Ben Winters, also known as The Ben Test. Thank you for being here, Dr. Winters. Hey, thanks for having me. So I want to get into social media because that's kind of the big thing that we we kind of talked about at the beginning and, and that you're known for as well as all of this amazing work you do. Um, and it might embarrass you, but there's no way around it. I think you're probably the most famous orthodontist I've ever heard of. Um, you found so much success through social media platforms like TikTok and YouTube. And talk to us a little bit about how you got started in social media and what that's been like for you. Yeah, so I always kind of have been dabbling in social media. I actually, my undergraduate degree was in exercise physiology, and I had a little fitness Instagram account back in the day, but it was nothing like the way it is here. But so I kind of knew about it, how to do it, all those things. When I got out of residency, I joined a group in Arkansas, which is where I moved, and my job was going to be, they had just purchased these offices and they were kind of poorly ran and they kind of hired me to come in and turn these practices around. And when I got there, I didn't realize how bad some of these practices were. And so I needed a lot of help. And in my head, I was thinking, what can I do to help me get some patients through the door? And I was like, oh, social media. But I realized that all these kids were not on Facebook. They weren't on Instagram. They weren't on Snapchat. They were on this weird app that I had never seen before. And I started asking them and they were like, oh, this is TikTok. And then I was like, what is TikTok? I have no idea what that is. And it used to be called Musical.ly. They became an app in basically January of 2019. November of 2018 is when they very first started. This was in January that I was starting here. So it's like January 3rd when I'm looking at this. 
And so I look at it and it reminds me a lot of the social media app Vine, which is, you know, you had seven seconds, you could make some videos. And at that time, 15 seconds was the longest you could make a video on TikTok. And I looked at it and I was like, I could do this. I could make a video. And so I found a trend going on and I kind of redid it in a dental way that I thought was funny. And uh, we posted it and we didn't think anything of it. It was, you know, whatever. And the next day, I think at lunchtime, I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot we posted that video. Let's check and see how it's doing. And uh, I was expecting, you know, 100 views or something like that. And we had, I think, a million likes. It was like 5 million views or 10 million views. And we had 100,000 followers overnight. And that was what got me started in social media. And from there, it has just been a a crazy journey. I was the first um, ambassador for TikTok. Um, I was the first professional on TikTok probably one if not the first adult on TikTok (laughs) and so through that we have just kind of kept honing our skills and growing our team um you know now we're all over the place YouTube Instagram's about to hit a million it's we just hit 10 million on on TikTok which is mind-blowing to me um but yeah I mean our our, the journey has been great it's led me to be able to do really cool things like open my own office here in Plano and kind of just connect with the kids on a completely different level and now a lot of adults too back then it was a lot of kids but now it's pretty much everybody have you have you experienced any negative impacts from being so accessible on social media or has it all pretty much been positive you know there is an issue with um anxiety and kind of self-esteem issues and especially younger kids I've been really surprised at how positive my community has been because a lot of my bigger friend creators get a lot of hate. Maybe I just don't take it as hard as some people, but nothing too crazy. I think the biggest issue is if I ever try and plug the office uh, to get more people in here, because unfortunately, a lot of people want to come see me, but they just don't know that we're here in Plano yet. Uh And so about it, we end up just getting flooded with calls from kids all over the country you know, wanting to talk to me. And so we can't end up actually scheduling people because we're flooded. So I'm in this weird like limbo uh, of that. But no, not really too bad negativity, but I do see it out there. Um, I'm just kind of blessed that I have a really positive community. Thank you. That's such a great way to look at it. Um, so, so tell me, so social media has obviously been transformative for your practice. And I'm sure your listeners would love to hear your tips to leverage social media to boost visibility, sales, and overall business success. What advice do you have for other business owners when it comes to social media? Yeah, the, the best thing is I tell people that, uh, especially on TikTok and when I was going around, you know, America speaking at events and things like that. A lot of people had that same question. And I really want to let people know that no matter what you do, it's interesting to somebody. Like I know every day is very mundane for you because you've been doing these things for so long, but there's a lot about everybody's career that's super interesting. I mean, on TikTok, there's garbage men that are huge, teachers that are huge, um, all the way across the board for these people because you know, everybody likes learning about things. And so one thing is I would say leverage your profession, what you're doing and find the interesting little tidbits and things that are interesting to other people to want to find out. Number two is short form media is king. No one cares about long form media anymore. They, I mean, it's still around the 10, 15, 20 minute videos. And I do some as well on my YouTube. 
Um, but the way to grow in 2021 is short form video. TikTok paved the way. They blew everybody out of the water. Um, Instagram has now caved in and started reels. And they even said two weeks ago that they are no longer a photo sharing app. They are a social media full platform with full video options. Um, YouTube has now done shorts, which is their play on short form media. So 30 seconds, you know, 30 seconds to 15 up to 60 max is where you want to be. Um, little digestible content, quick edits, very easy for people to see because unfortunately our uh, attention spans have gone way down. <laughs> and so you have to make sure it's really interesting and fast paced. But I think as long as you're leveraging the cool parts of your business, trying to connect with your viewership and the people that you want to and doing it in a fun way in short form video, um, you're going you're gonna to kill it. That's so interesting that you said that because I noticed um, you see that across all industries. And I even noticed here a few weeks ago, um, the church I go to started posting one minute messages yeah. on Instagram. And I was like, wait, what are you doing on here? But it's so true. I mean, it's so easy to digest that quickly. And as the parent of a toddler, I know all about that short attention span. Yeah. <laughs> I did hear you're not the first member of your family to pursue a career as a medical professional. And you mentioned earlier that you were interested in getting into orthodontics at the age of 13. So what, what inspired you to go into this field? Yeah, so fun fact. Basically, my whole family is in the medical field, um, many doctors, nurses, everything like that. My dad was a second generation doctor, and I think I was kind of the one that was going to be the third generation, you know, winter's doctor. And I had to let him down at 13 and I was going to be a dentist. <laughs> he obviously my parents are very supportive and they're they're great. And my actually ended up in a weird turn of fate. My brother, my older brother actually ended up going back to school for marketing to become a doctor randomly, weirdly. Um, so it all ended up playing out just good. But yeah, um, the reason why I wanted to become an orthodontist was, you know, I was, uh, you know, 13 and I had braces like many 13 year olds do. And um, I was with this doctor called Dr. Udosh in Poto, Oklahoma. He has, you know, in Fort Smith, Arkansas as well. And he really inspired me because, you know, a lot of the professionals you see are, you know, heads down working, you know, maybe they come home and they complain about their job, or maybe unhappy, sitting in a cubicle all day. And he was happy as a clam running around like super happy guy. He had these crazy glasses that were all hand painted. He wore a different pair of Converse every day that were like American flag or crazy things. He had chairs in his office that were the shapes of hamburger patties and hot dogs for couches, like weird stuff. And I was just like, how cool is it that this guy is getting paid to basically be a kid and hang out with people and have fun and music was fun and everybody was happy. And I just thought it was a really good, um, you know, environment to work at. And then I went home and Googled like top paying jobs and orthodontist came up as like one of the top ones. And I was like, I like it and I get paid good. This is awesome. And then, you know, you also figure out that they really only work like four days a week too. So it was like, how is this not like everybody's dream job? I have no idea. And so I just, had stuck with that and said, Hey, I think I know what I want to do. I think I want to be an orthodontist. And then um, I just never, never wavered from that. I just always just knew it was going to happen. Do you stay in touch with that doctor? Does he know that he inspired you in that way? Well, so that's, that's an, uh, another interesting story is um, I didn't talk to him for the longest time. And then because I was in Arkansas with this company and he's from Fort Smith, Arkansas, 
um, we had a continuing education course in Little Rock that I had to go to. And I went there and I noticed my name was sat right next to a Dr. Udosh, actually two Udoshes, him and his younger son who took over his practice. And so I get there and, um, you know, I, I tell them the whole spiel who I am. He, he kind of vaguely remembers me. Then he gets to my last name. He's like, wait, Winters, are you Dr. Winters' son? And I was like, yeah, he works in Fort Smith, Arkansas. And um, he was like, oh, he was the one that, uh, uh, he was the one that, oh, wait, what is it called? He basically let him know, diagnosed him with cancer. Oh, so it was a really bad stage of cancer by the time they got to it. But he was such a positive guy. He didn't want people to focus on that. He was like, he was like, oh, yeah, I know my time is short, but, you know, like, you know, blessed to be here, happy, everything. And that's, you know, I basically got to tell him my story that I, he inspired me. And he had a little tear in his eye when I was telling him. And I think it was just because, like, he had kind of a full circle moment there. But he ended up passing away about a month after we had that interaction. Aww. and. Um, so it was really weird how the world works that, that I was given that, that last chance to, to tell him that. So that's amazing. Yeah, for sure. That's so special. Not, not a lot of folks get to actually go back and tell that person that inspired him, you know, early on at an early age. And it's amazing. You were able to do that. My, my five-year-old, um, he looks up to my younger brother, who's a Dallas police officer and he's. He's determined to be a Dallas, a police officer when he gets older. My two-year-old says she's going to be a princess. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. She already goes. is, Emily. She, she already, already is. is. Yes. Yes. So, but, okay. So tell me, so you juggle so many time intensive roles in your life between being an orthodontist, a business owner, social media star, and a husband. How do you budget your time and what does a typical day in the life of the dentist look like? Well, budgeting time is, is definitely very difficult. Um, lucky or not, um, our practice is fairly new. So we're not fully booked out with patients and crazy. You know, I was seeing up to 100 patients a day at my old offices. Now we're seeing like, you know, five patients a day. So it's not anywhere near. And it takes a long time to do that in a new orthodontics office. But so luckily, I have a lot more free time now to focus currently on all the extra parts of the moving puzzle, um, especially, you know, social media with YouTube and Instagram and everything else on that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I try my best, but a typical day I'm waking up and basically working all day long. <laughs> and then um, I go to bed, you know, fairly late and wake up early and do it all again. But I think if it's worth doing, it's worth setting your time aside. I think a lot of people make excuses about not having enough time to do something, but trust me, we've all got time somewhere. It just depends if it's worth enough for us to continue um, and push for something we want. That's wonderful. That's just wonderful. So before we let you go, we want to have a little fun and we want to um, get to know you a little bit better with a quick speed round. So Quick question, early bird or night owl? Definitely a night owl on that one. <laughs> Favorite Plano restaurant? Ooh, that's tough. I'm going to have to say, I'm going to say, ooh, that's tough. I really like Macero um, for Mexico. Good choice. And then um, I really like Lazy Dog, weirdly enough. And there's a Lazy Dog like right next to our house. I know it's not like a local place but probably Macero is like a local plano place I really like wonderful choices favorite way to relax after a long week 
You know, I'm a I'm a big video gamer, avid video gamer. So I actually like just playing with some of my high school and college friends and just playing some video games, getting my mind up. I just got my son a, a Nintendo Switch, and so Donkey Kong is his focus right now. <laughs> um, favorite YouTuber? Big question. I, I really look up to Mr. Beast. He's a, he's a really famous YouTuber, but he's done such a good job from coming up from nothing to he's probably one of, if not the biggest YouTuber out there right now. And uh, he just has a lot of fun in his videos. And, and I, I kind of inspired to do something similar. Wonderful. Okay. Beach or the mountains? I'm going beach. There you go. There you go. Favorite video game? Um, right now it's probably Call of Duty. TikTok trend, you're over? Probably doing the woe. Been around for a long time. We're ready to move on to something else, another dance move. There you go. And last one, best business advice you've ever received? Ooh, that's a toughie. Best business advice I've ever received is probably um, don't go into a business for the money go into a business because you genuinely love that because if you love what you're doing you'll never work a day in your life i love that very good well unfortunately that's about all the time we have for today and i'm so sad because i have so many more questions but i have a lot of research to do like who is mr beast and what is the woe so i'll be getting back to you on that (laughs) um dr winters thank you so much again for taking the time out of your schedule to join us today i know you're a very busy guy and we really really appreciate all the time that you spent with us can you just for one second give us um you know how can people get a hold of you or how can they find you on social media what's the best way to reach out yeah, so, um, you know, firstly, if you're in the Plano area and you want orthodontics, feel free to reach out at wincrestorthodontics.com. Um, that's the best way to schedule an appointment and get started with that. If you want to follow our videos and see what we're doing, we do a lot of educational braces stuff, fun things like that. A lot of kids and adults in braces really find them helpful. Um, basically, the Bentist on most social media is the Bentist official on um uh, on Instagram is the Bentist official. And then um, also we do have a oral care company called Something Nice. For every brush purchase, we give one away to a kid in need at a children's hospital. Um, we're definitely getting a whole rebrand going right now and a lot more products coming in in colorways. But if you want to support and kind of help the kids out and stuff, you can find that at somethingnicecompany.com. Awesome. And that's Bentist with a B. Yeah, Bentist with a B. My name is Ben and I'm a dentist. And a lot of people... <laughs> I just put those two together, but that's, that's awesome. Where Wonderful. Well, thank you again so much, Dr. Winters, for being here. Are you interested in reaching our Plano Pulse listeners? Support the Plano Chamber and the podcast by becoming a sponsor. Contact the Chamber team to learn more. Thank you so much for tuning into Plano Pulse. Please let us know what you think, share with your friends and colleagues, and be sure to tune in for our next episode. Hey everyone, Kelly Marcellus here, your president and CEO of the Plano Chamber. Are you looking to kickstart your Friday morning with dozens of local business owners and professionals? Set your alarm and join us for our weekly business interchange meetings for networking worth waking up early for. Meetings are held at 7.30 a.m. every Friday morning. Join us and share your 30-second commercial promoting your business and be the first to hear what's going on with other local businesses. Visit planochamber.org to learn more and we'll see you next Friday.